How can we enjoy a long life? True thusness and Buddha nature have neither beginning nor end. What can we do to see through to the truth and let things go? The Buddha Dharma teaches us to be mindful that all phenomena are impermanent and that all sensations are suffering. Believe that this world is impermanent and that our bodies are fragile. What is suffering? Impermanence is suffering. We cannot live to be a hundred, we cannot be forever young, and life will ultimately end. This is suffering. This is hard to understand, but now that we understand, we must find ways to seek longevity. However, to seek longevity based on our own self-power is impossible, so we need to depend on other power. Our teacher, Shakyamuni Buddha, told us, if we want to have a long life, then we must practice Buddha recitation, recite the name of Amitabha Buddha. What does Amitabha mean? Amitabha is a Sanskrit word which contains infinite meanings. In summary, it means infinite light and infinite life. Light and life are used to encompass all of its meanings. Light refers to universality. The light of Amitabha shines everywhere throughout the Dharma realms of the Ten Directions. There is nowhere it does not shine. This is infinite light. Life refers to the three periods, past, present, and future. There is no beginning of the past and no end in the future. We often hear people say, across all ten directions and down all three periods, which is to say that the light of the Buddha's wisdom shines across all Dharma realms of the ten directions and that his life transcends all three periods of time. This boundless life is without beginning or end. It is a very long life. Across all ten directions means that to the north, west, south, or east, the light is infinite and without borders. This infinite light and life can spread across the ten directions in three periods. In fact, its essence is the true Buddha nature. True means true and not false yet free to change according to causes and conditions. The true nature explained in the Buddha Dharma is what the previously mentioned confidence in self refers to. Our pure mind is the true nature. Is our true nature any different from the true nature of the Buddhas? There is no difference. Buddhas and sentient beings share the same essence. If you can understand that, then you have understood the principles of reality. Other than the principles of reality, all other principles are false and illusory. Fortunately, they are false. Otherwise, how would we put an end to the cycle of our birth and death? Our birth and death is also false and illusory. Everyone, please do not think that it is only when we are lying in bed with our eyes closed that we are dreaming. Right now, we are dreaming with our eyes open. So do our dreams actually exist? If they do, then show me. If we say they do not exist, we certainly see our dreams when we close our eyes. However, all dreams are merely illusory. The emptiness of Prajna wisdom 
contains treasures. As for the recitation hall, although we can see it and we are sitting here, this recitation hall is not real. It is constantly changing moment by moment until it eventually breaks down. Everyone here has a physical body, but when we die, this body no longer exists. Human beings are also constantly changing by the moment. It is safe to say that everything that we see is unreal. As the Heart Sutra says, form is emptiness. Emptiness does not mean that nothing exists. It would be unwise to think that way. If that was the case, then why do we bother reciting the Buddha's name and maintaining our practice? We must also understand that emptiness is form, and never say that emptiness means nothing exists. Understanding that emptiness is form means you have prajna wisdom. With prajna wisdom, not only will you transcend to the Western Pure Land, but you will also be reborn in the higher lotus grades. Do not think that the Venerable Master is speaking about profound principles that are hard to understand. You may not understand for the first time, but you will next time. Today you hear it once, and the next time you hear it, you will understand. If there is no rice in the rice urns, where do you get the rice to cook with? If there is no rice in your bowl, do you have rice to eat? Of course not. But in Buddhism, we say that emptiness is existence. Emptiness is the ultimate truth. All phenomena arise because of emptiness. There are two meanings to emptiness. The first is that truly nothing exists. The other is great existence, an existence that is infinite and encompasses everything. If you only think that emptiness means that nothing exists, and not that it encompasses infinite existence, then you have yet to unfold your wisdom. Emptiness gives rise to all phenomena. Emptiness encompasses all phenomena. How so? A literal example would be the universe. The universe is empty in itself. But within the universe, there are mountains, rivers, and earth. There are infinite planets in the universe. How do they come to be? They arise in the universe. If removed from emptiness, can they still come to be? No, they cannot. It is in the emptiness of the universe that these phenomena can be formed. Therefore, emptiness is form. The universe itself does not have form, but it is not without emptiness. It still has the fundamental essence of emptiness. The existence within emptiness can be described as neither existing nor non-existing. This accords with the middle way in Buddhism in which we do not become attached to either existence nor non-existence. We should avoid clinging to either side, as this would constitute an extreme view. When we speak of existence, it is in terms of dependent origination. All phenomena that arise due to conditions do not have any real fundamental essence. Therefore, ultimate emptiness is neither existing nor non-existing. Let's take the number zero, for example. 
Does this number exist? In terms of numbers, zero means nothing, of course. However, they exist in its own essence. On a phone keypad, the numbers go from zero to nine. Although zero usually means nothing, it certainly means something as part of the phone number. Without it, you cannot make a call. In another example, if you put zero in front of one, this zero doesn't mean anything, it's nothing. But if you put zero after one, then it becomes 10. This nothing becomes something again. If you add a couple more zeros, then this number becomes bigger, thousands and thousands. If we understand emptiness and the essential characteristics of reality, then we will definitely be reborn in the higher lotus grades of the Western Pure Land.